Hey guys, Miguel here. I just wanted to take some time to once again thank you so much for tuning into this episode and um, it's a really good one and we're really proud of it and we're proud of where we where we're going and where we come from um, and we have so many things planned for you guys and for the podcast. Uh, the reason you're listening to me right now is because we ran into some technical difficulties and by we I meant me. Um, the track that had my audio and Melissa's audio on it got somehow deleted, um, but the rest is completely fine. I just wanted to let you know beforehand, um, you are still able to listen to me. It's just not as crisp and clear as the rest of them, but nonetheless, it is a great episode and I just wanted to come in here and personally thank you because you might not be hearing me, um, as clear as the other ones. Have a good one, and thank you for listening. <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Sandy, once again. Okay. Hi guys, once again, my name is Sandy. You've heard me before um, in several other podcasts, so I'm here as well after a shot of Aguardiente. <laughs> and also after a shot of Aguardiente, <laughs> I am also here. This is Lupe, and I'm so excited to be back. It's been a while. Um, and also we have here... Hola a todos. This is Jose. Super excited to be back for another episode um and i'm excited for this conversation with mm. us um it's been a long road and <clears throat> we're excited to tell you guys what's coming up and kind of take you on a quick uh, synopsis sub- summary of our past year with the podcast and with siembra mm-hmm. One second. <laughs> <laughs> um so I think it is time to say goodbye to a chapter of our lives. We were literally, that's why we had the shot because. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> hey, Miguel, everybody, I apologize. Shot. <laughs> I apologize for shot. the unorganization here, but we're just trying <laughs> to be more authentic and kind of give you guys our true selves. <laughs> so. This, essentially, this, what we're trying to say is that um, we, together, we've been through a lot um, at Siembra, and we're basically kind of just, like, opening up a new chapter, and we're, in a way, we feel like being the entity Siembra, we were uh, nerfing ourselves to a degree where we felt like maybe we couldn't be our authentic selves because we had to put this face out there of uh, professionalism. Mm-hmm. And uh, like this corporate type of feel that we thought we wanted, but we really fast figured that this is not us. Like, this is not who we truly want to be. Although we see the positive intent that other organizations and other people are doing and putting the work out here, and we appreciate it and we are rooting for you guys. And we will always be a member of the community in a way. Uh, but together, we want to. Uh, open up new doors and new possibilities and new topics and new ways of expressing ourselves uh, beyond what Siembra is 
and this is this episode just kind of letting you know uh, that moving forward from this episode on and any other posts that you see in or any other social medias we want to be more engaging we want to be more authentic we, we want to be us um, and we can't do that if we're putting a bar above ourselves um, so we want to continue to be authentic for you be authentic for ourselves and uh, see where this goes and hopefully this will be a more enjoyable more conversational uh authentic raw 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 and hopefully you guys um take this and and hopefully it makes you think that you know what 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 you are doing is good whatever you're doing but never feel like you have to force to be yourself force yourself to be somebody else or something else that you don't feel like you truly want i just sorry Uh, i just want to add for those of you that haven't been following us from the beginning or haven't really known how we started originally it was 10 of us um we had five other members Mm -hmm. uh, that were originally started with us and a lot of the visions and executions and projects that we've been doing were ideas and projects that they brought that we kind of just executed that we were still passionate about Mm -hmm. uh like the mentorship program the food drive the food drive um a lot of those uh things which helped the community a lot um and we we loved doing it but it wasn't really where our hearts were really at um and we didn't want to turn into a corporation so we just wanted to give you guys we wanted to uh, start those conversations that we've been saying that we want to start. And that includes letting go of some ties or being afraid of what people might say. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of have to give it to you raw, how we've been saying. Give it to you raw. <laughs> and just being authentic. So I just want to echo again everything that Miguel said. And I really hope that you guys are on board with this. And continue to follow us and tune in today we asked a few questions on our instagram and we'll give you some answers here soon but yeah i think we kind of just kind of want to regroup and talk about what the past year has been like yeah nelly has something to say. <laughs> nelly has words to say. <laughs> i'm sitting here in the on we're sitting here in miguel and melissa's living room and their cute little dog is coming around to all of us. So she had some words to say, but you probably didn't hear any. Yeah, so RIP Sambra. RIP Sambra. Officially. PAR? Peace and resistance. Peace and resistance. Well, I have some questions to ask the group. So I am going to start with Melissa, if that's okay. So Melissa, tell me what's been your favorite memory of the Siembra podcast? very many episodes but the ones that I were on they were they were really fun and so I 
would say whenever we did get together and you know sometimes after the podcast we would go out to eat or mm-hmm. we would just hang out and I think it just gave us a chance to um, connect a little bit more and so I would say that when we got those chances those were my favorite memories of the podcast and even though she says she wasn't on a lot of episodes she was on a lot of a lot of the behind the scenes things like the posting we were doing the graphics and editing the podcast as well so her presence was there you just weren't hearing her voice a lot Shout out to you, Melissa. Shout out. <laughs> but yeah, I think we did like become a family, like through those little moments of when we weren't really working. Like, of course, like we get to know each other when we're working. We get to learn a lot about each other. But I think those moments like are like my favorite, too. Yeah. So cute. Yeah, I think it was really special because during a time where we had to be basically quarantined by ourselves, a lot, um, a lot of the times we were just not surrounded by the people we usually were. The podcast gave us that outlet to feel as if we were surrounded by friends, by family. So it was I agree with you, Melissa. I think it was very special. And it came to us during a time where had we not had a, had that like opportunity, like who knows where our mental health or our social skills and stuff like that could have been. Yeah. All right, Sandy, since you're talking, you're next. <laughs> My question, which one was your question? What was your favorite episode to record? That one's pretty hard. Um, I had two in mind. Um, I would say the first one would probably be the Ni de Aquí Ni de Allá episode. Um, Just because I feel like there, I resonated with a lot of um, the experiences. Obviously, we talked about how growing up, we've been so conflicted because we grew up in a country that we see as home but our roots say that we're somewhere else from somewhere else you know so it's always that constant battle of not really knowing what you identify as Mm -hmm. it's an identity like kind of crisis because you don't know like okay i grew up with this culture but i've grown to assimilate and i've grown to adapt into this culture in order to be able to survive not to stick out like a sore thumb and then as we've like done that, we've also forgotten our roots. But luckily now that we've gotten older, we've obviously learned to embrace it and learn to find beauty in both. And just really understand that like there's a reason for everything. There's a reason why we might be living here, but then there's also a reason why we came from where we came from. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would say my second favorite podcast was the one I did with my other maestras, mm-hmm. the teaching during a pandemic just simply because i mean i am a maestra i am a teacher and it was really nice to just be able to sit down and talk with other educators to really educate others who aren't in schools who aren't students themselves who don't really get to see the behind the scenes works that in heart that teachers had to pour into basically doing everything like turning the education system here in the united states from one night to the other to going like completely virtual and no one really helped us you know not an admin not um school not 
basically none of the higher ups, you know, it was the teacher herself, the person who was in the classroom that had to find a way to navigate and still be able to educate the future generations to come. So that was very special to me. And I was really um, happy that I had the opportunity not only to talk about our personal experiences, but also let people know out there the harsh reality of what it was to be a teacher. Well, what it is to be a teacher during the pandemic still, because it's still out there, but also the beauty and the light that we continue to find it, find in it to be able to feel our passion for what we do and for the kids to keep moving forward. So yeah, those were my favorite too. Awesome. And we did ask some of our followers what they thought was some of their favorite episodes were. And shout out to Maria de Leon. She let us know that toxic positivity was one of her favorite episodes and somebody else also told us that they really enjoyed the traveling episode just talking about those experiences so we're really glad that you guys were tuning in and obviously and letting us know what you guys liked best from what we put out there you forget what you ate yesterday low-key so it's good come mucho <laughs> all right miguel what was the hardest part of our podcast for you uh so i i'm usually i usually don't run into a lot of hard things because it's a pretty simple process and it's own, so you just you make sure it sounds good throughout and then you put the song in the beginning you put the song at the end um sometimes the hardest part was actually finding a song that went with the theme or somehow related to what we were talking about uh, other difficulties or hurdles that I, I go into is the like the last podcast um, I didn't take consideration that we were in a, in a room full of uh, glass and sound waves bounce off of glass they don't absorb so then it was that's why it was really echoey uh, so that's something that I have to figure out uh, it took me a couple of days to, to figure out balance everything uh, besides that, it's also like remembering uh, when someone said something that, like in my mind, I keep a uh, some sort of like check mark where like, oh that, that we stopped for a while, like we stuttered or something like that, like go in and, and like cut it out. Uh, majority of the time, I don't do that because it, it on itself flows, but uh, when things like that do happen, then I have to like make a marker in my in my mind or like right now I'm paying attention to the actual timeline, so I. I can just make a mark right there. But other than that, it's pretty easy. Um, I would say if you guys are thinking about editing your own podcast or anything like that, I would say the hardest thing would be to like to find a software that actually does everything that you want it to do. Um, there's a lot of them out there, but a lot of them are pretty like audacity. Um, but yeah, just learning new equipment. Uh, luckily for me, I already knew the equipment, so it wasn't that big of a hurdle. But it might be for you. And now we have new equipment too. Now we have new equipment, so, so nice. And we're not in a room full of glass, um, <laughs> so it, it's already sounding way better. Oh, oh, <laughs> or she will jump and grab that. <laughs> There were some moments because, like we were saying with Kimberly, we feel like there was kind of like a a certain limit that we it was limiting us in a certain way for 
active speech in our minds. And so there were certain things that um, somebody would say on the podcast that it, I, I would, for some reason, it would just stick in my mind and I would be like, I feel like somebody could take this the wrong way and mm-hmm. I would edit it out. And um, I feel like when that does happen, I, like it, that, that's challenging because I, I still have to make it sound like not too harsh. Organic. Yeah, yeah and, and organic. But I, I also hated doing that. I think I only did it like once or twice. But I hated doing that because I didn't like, like, what's it called? Like tweaking it? Yeah, or like... The way that something was said, or... Yeah. Yeah. Or like, uh, like messing with the original... There is a word that came into it. Yeah. I mean, I think tempering. we... <coughs> tempering. Yeah. Tempering, yeah. Yeah, but I also didn't like shutting out people's voices. Like filtering. Yeah. Filtering, 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 yeah. Like filtering people's voices because they said that for a reason, but just knowing our platform, there was just, I would be like, somebody, I know their intention is good, but um, somebody else might take it the wrong. It's been like a thing before where intentions aren't always, you know, seen by other people, so then I would just be like, okay, I think that it would be okay to take it. That way it doesn't cause any problems, but um, I hate it. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think talking about cancel culture is yeah. very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were trying to make sure that people weren't canceling Siembra because we worked so hard for it. And we didn't want the wrong language or the wrong tone to come out from our platform. So even though we did have to remove, I think we only removed one episode completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did edit certain parts of other episodes from the recent episodes we had to kind of have some tough conversations with certain individuals about things that were said but it was because we didn't want to filter we didn't want to shut people's voice down and we wanted to make sure that people were out there asking questions and really Mm -hmm. saying how they feel like i'm not going to we're not always all going to see eye to eye and think about politics and life and sex and everything on the same way and that's just what makes us us and i think it's important for us to be able to have a conversation and talk about it discuss it and walk away from it as friends as Mm -hmm. family i know there's certain things that we all have that we just won't like budge on like if you like i'm sorry for me like if you support trump like you're just literally against me as a human um so it's like, how can we really be friends? But mm. we can talk about that. Mm. But like, I, it makes me look at you a little different as to how you view me as a human. Mm. So, and we should be able to do that. So, but yeah, but cancel culture is a big thing for a lot of platforms and community organizations and organizers. Mm-hmm. That's true. All right, Lupe, I think it's your turn. Yep. So Lupe, <laughs> what was the hardest conversation for you to have on our podcast? I think like like how you're saying like it wasn't even on the podcast right because um i think it was more like with each other when we had those thing those times where somebody would say hey i didn't agree with x or y x or y or z or whatever was said um and then us talking to each other saying like do we delete it do we leave it up what do we do um i think those were the moments where i personally grew a lot um and learning to not take things like personal um and learning to acknowledge my mistakes and things that i said that were probably like not the best way to say them even though like melissa said like maybe the intent was there um it also like taught me to like be prepared to actually speak on things and not just hit record um 
I think that was my biggest lesson. But I think honestly, um, I can say that was the, the hardest part of just talking to each other and us like still walking away as friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, saying like we have this organization, we have this podcast together, but then we also have our own friends, our own um, family, our own lives um, that we care about and that we want to, you know, we don't like our point. The point of this podcast, I think for me is like, we don't never want to like offend anybody, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we don't want to filter anybody. We want to be, we want to be raw. Um, so it's like, how do we find like a good, a good medium up there? So hopefully this, this new, um, Leaf we're turning. Yes, this new leaf. <laughs> this new leaf on Siembra. On Siembra, RIP. <laughs> but Jose, let me ask you your question. What was the spiciest moment that you had on the Siembra podcast? So wait, let me ask. When you say spiciest, are you talking about like controversial, like sexual? Oh, like... Shit, both. Okay. Give us both. <laughs> I, I feel like you have some things in mind. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think one of i have two moments i think uh one was from last year during our pride month uh our pride series Mm -hmm. and i had just i've been knowing lupe for a few months at that point and but i've known miguel for a while and miguel was on this episode and i was and i remember melissa sitting next to us while we were recording this and we were asking miguel some like pretty spicy questions about like his life his intimate life he doesn't remember because I don't even remember what and I said. In my head, I mean, even though the conversation was spicy with the rest of us, Miguel was very respectful. Uh, but like, I was just—I remember thinking in my head, like, "Qué va a decir Miguel?" And then I would like look at Melissa and be like, "Se va a poner brava." But I think that was one of the—I think for us not knowing each other, uh, mm-hmm. like like Nicole was on that episode as mm-hmm. well we we were to be pretty authentic and pretty raw and kind of put our our life out there yeah. our sexual life um and then spicy like controversial i'll take it back to this year's pride series uh i'm a shout out to chepo shout out to antonio mm. um and shout out to alan <laughs> but i think this is where we had to have some of those tough conversations where chepo for example said that his pronouns were it mm-hmm. and we had to kind of have that difficult conversation like why did you say that where did that feeling come from? And we had some people listening to the podcast and telling us like, oh, we don't like that he said that. But it goes, oh, go back to filtering. It goes back to educa- educating individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need to sit here and, and sit in a classroom like Sandy does to educate you, to tell you, tell you something. I can sit in my car, in my living room, and still teach you and have a conversation where you can walk away and you learn something. But I would say that episode and last year's episode for talking about sex, hablando de sexo, those are some of the spiciest conversations. So both of the sex episodes. Both of the sex episodes. <laughs> Sucio. <laughs> I mean, tú eres la que dices, we want to give it to them raw, I so I guess that was. Sandy, esa calladita, what are you thinking? Nothing. I'm just, <laughs> what? The shots and the one aguardiente shot. I just think that I love how we finally kind of just came together as a whole and agreed that we were fed up with the filtering each other. Mm -hmm. Because for the longest, I mean, no offense to the amazing work that's being done with community leaders and on our community, you know, like I've grown up with a lot of them. Um, Shout out to y'all. Yeah. But I also sometimes feel like we were just trying to be another version of version of, of them you know maybe trying to be a little bit different 
but knowing that we still were heading in that direction and we still were putting on this face we still were afraid of hurting people's feelings we were afraid of getting canceled we were like at a point where we were just kind of like fed up you it know it wasn't even like, fun yeah, anymore it wasn't fun like yeah can i breathe can <laughs> i post this yeah. can i be associated with this person without being judged or saying that i'm not like i'm going against my own beliefs if i do that so or like do i have to be like i have to be associated with this person because they're doing so much mm-hmm. yeah but i don't like as a person like it's okay to be professional with someone mm-hmm. and be like you know what like i don't mind it but it's another thing well no i think i think that brings up a good topic because there's a lot of individuals that we work with in the professional world Mm -hmm. and we we have the same mindset like we want to help our community but i don't want to hang out with you like i don't want to text you i don't want to go party with you it's probably not a good idea for you exactly it's like we don't exactly we don't match yeah Yeah. yeah but i but, think that, i think there still has to be that respect yeah. mm-hmm. exactly um, i the think respect yeah that's the one respect. thing that killed i think me. was a yeah. lot of the things that w- was missing towards us yeah i feel like we were big on Period. respecting others and making sure to filter ourselves making sure to just not say the wrong things but the moment that others had that opportunity to pounce on us it was evident how easy it was for them to do that. So we kind of just felt like they, a lot of people were just waiting for the wrong moment for us, for us to say the wrong thing to cancel us. And, you know, but that's why I'm, I'm glad that we're being honest now. We're being raw. We're being unfiltered because honestly, I feel like if we would have kept going down that road, everything would have just fallen apart. And who knows if we would even be able to be in a room together anymore. We you know, up, yeah. <laughs> and just for, and a little inside, we we as Siembra were talked about a lot um, as an organization. I'm literally just sitting here making a podcast and trying to help yeah. the community and I'm still getting judged because I'm not following your agenda. Yeah. I don't so, get it. Yeah, we were talked about as an organization. We were talked about as individuals, as individuals. Um, that we weren't doing enough, that we were doing things for clout. That we were um, just showing up to events and like... Yeah. yeah. Um, just because we had a different mindset of doing things. And I think that that's like, that's where respect comes from. It's like, I respect how you do things. You respect how I do things. And that's it. And let's or, work together. Or at least like, that's yeah. desired. That's how it should yeah. be. You can respect X person or X organization or X group however much, but like, it doesn't mean that they're going to respect you back. And that's, and that's okay. But that's, like, yeah. I'm still, yeah. still going to be nice. But we got to the point where it was one sided. Yeah, and, and it was just like, draining, well, at, at toxic, the, like, you know. You just, like, turn around and be like, okay, I'm, I'm doing something else now. Like, yeah. And it's sad it because, like, it kind of, like, for me, my personal experience, it just made me lose a lot of passion and giving back to the community, helping the community out. Not because of the actual community, but just because of the people that I might have had to work with. Like you know, you maybe I was in, like, in the in crowd, the you yeah. know, like because as you as I've grown up and I've seen a lot of organizations, the way they've worked, the way certain people work, like it's just 
I don't know. It, it, it made me lose a lot of passion and it made me really sad because in college, I think college was like when I was super into it and stuff. But then as years went by, I was just like, okay, I guess I'm just going to stay in my own little lane and just worry about being an educator because obviously I'm not accepted here or I'm judged or I'm sit, I'm being told I'm not doing enough. So. And at one point, do you realize yeah. that like, okay, like there's, there's some good here, but it doesn't necessarily mean I have to do it. Mm-hmm. You know? um, like you also have to reach out, reach, reach in, in like within yourself and, and be like realistic with yourself. Yeah, this does need work. You know, the community does need help, and, and it does need hands. Like, I'm Mary, I'm not the right person to say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me help mm-hmm. these other organizations if they, if they need a hand, or if they will allow me to help. Um, I'm there for you, but I don't think I'm the right person for the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's also like important, like to acknowledge like our own mental health, right? Like, it's not just because mm-hmm. community work is like very rewarding. But it takes a lot of fucking time, like from your like life. Yeah. Like to be like going to meetings, like you know, even if it's just on Zoom, and like to organize to get people together, like that uh, food drive that I did with obviously with help. But like I I was organizing that, and that that was a lot of work. Like the second one that I did, I had I was at home with COVID, and mm-hmm. I was still like you know like getting volunteers like organized where you're going to be what time x and y or z and it's like that's a lot like on your mental health and it takes a lot from like the time that you have for your other relationships for your personal life um so i think it's also like that's also something that i respect from a lot of these organizers that are out mm-hmm. here that are really like out there you know like out mm-hmm. there out there like i mean like them like this is your life yeah. and i respect that that's what that and i feel like that's why we kind of like said like you know what we that's not us that, like yeah. that's not who we are like it's not it's I not enjoyable to us like it's not yeah. something that like, we're I'm like better behind the scene and it became more of a chore yeah. type of thing yeah. yeah and i feel like yeah. that's with a lot of things that that we've done in the past um like um, the mentorship program mm-hmm. and, and other things that we had planned to do um they were meant from they came from a good place in our hearts where like we felt like oh you know maybe it doesn't have this or like we we haven't seen why can't we do it? Then once we were actually doing it, and things started to fall apart because people were like, you know what, you're doing this wrong. I believe it. Or like, you know, you like from the outside, like, what are you guys doing? Like, this is not good enough. Mm-hmm. We also, I personally like, I don't like to do. I, I don't like to involve myself in things where like I can't give it my all or, mm-hmm. or I can't give you a good result. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can support you in a way. So already like being a part of it, uh, you have to like maneuver. Like, okay, I'm already in the in the deep. Uh, how, do I, <laughs> how do I get myself Rolling out of it? in the deep. <laughs> yeah. But also like, make an and, and, and make ripples. Yeah. And where I'm, where I'm at. Uh, so it was hard to uh, go in it yeah. blind, blindly, almost, as a group. Um, and then, yeah, uh, we and went then, in blind. And then figure it out while, while we were already too deep in, into it and be like, okay, like, how the fuck did we get here? Mm-hmm. How do we get out? Because when we started planning, like, COVID wasn't... I mean, it was, like, a thing. Like, I remember, like, us, like, maybe, like, talking about it. But it was like, oh, it's not going to happen. Yeah, and then re- it did. Some of those, <laughs> some of those early conversations... Uh, I remember when I first met you, Lupe, we met at a Starbucks. Yeah. Um, that was, what, like, September? Maybe, like, November? Yeah. Um, of 2019. Wow. And we were, like, in the talks of, like, making this mentorship program. Yeah. Um, who we were going to be. Um 
and then we were just like well what's gonna happen in january like there's this virus what's gonna happen in february march yeah remember those times and yeah like it like, was it was a lot of uncertainty oh. for us and we i don't i don't know about you guys but like it was my first time being involved with the lionx community and in indie Mm-hmm. So for me, it was very, I had to take a step back and I'm just, I'm grateful because during COVID I had nothing else to do, right. but this, <laughs> but it was a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. And then like when COVID came out and we were expected to do like when Black Lives Matters happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dude, that was a lot to handle. That was, handle it was, a, yeah. it was, it was, a, it was very emotionally draining. Yes. And then we did a lot of work. Like we put education out education piece out there we made videos yeah some of us went out in march at that point and people were still telling us that it wasn't enough and it's like like, so you tell me what is enough what is enough I want to sit As some people down. Worker. What is your enough? Citizenship or like your, your papers and everything? You're not doing it now. It's just like, sis, chill. <laughs> Relájate. Respira. Um, <laughs> so, um, anyway. Yeah. Were, were you going to add something else? Yeah, we were out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? We were I'm sorry. out there in the streets. We yeah, were out there. I was we're writing my freaking U-C-I-S Numbers. number yeah, on my arms, legs. my yeah. legs. Like, it was crazy. Just in case we, yeah. we had taken. Like, damn, I'm really about to do that? Like, I'm about to jump off a bridge. You said you have to jump off a bridge. Because our community needs our community <laughs> needs us to jump off this bridge. How about we right there. <laughs> no, but legit, like Sandy, do you remember when we were like in yeah. that room? Yeah, and we I had like a lawyer on the phone, like telling mm-hmm. us like this is what could happen. Yeah, I remember like not even telling my parents because yeah. obviously I didn't want to scare them. Yeah. So I texted my boss, okay. who is a U.S. citizen and stuff like that. And how the fuck did we get in the room where the lawyer is telling us? Yeah. You may get deported. The Lord. <laughs> oh, the lawyer. The, lawyer, the, lawyer. <laughs> the Lord's probably up there like this. <laughs> <laughs> Quédate en tu casa. Fucking dead. Ow. Oh. So, so did you, did you add it? Um, well, I, I just remember those times because I have really bad anxiety all the time. And so when COVID and then, like the protests were happening, my anxiety was just like at an all-time high. And so any little thing that happened, like Miguel can tell you, like I would just break down. And Miguel can tell you all the times that I've been like, I'm, I have to, I have to leave Tampa. I like, I have to, I have to tell him like I'm leaving. And Miguel would be like, why? Like, that's because Miguel is so chill. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like go through it and like just take a step back if you need to, but like you don't need to like be so dramatic about it. And like I've always thought that way about everything too. <laughs> but like you don't have to be go to extremes when you're feeling a certain way. But um. That's the line right there. That's the line. If you don't, if you truly don't want to, you don't have to put yourself at risk. For, mm-hmm. You know, protesting. You don't you have to be on the front so lines, and that's I like, okay. I, I like, and I would have conversations with Miguel about it, and he he didn't truly want to, but he I feel like he felt like he had to. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to, like, you really do not. 
I think to a certain degree, like, to a certain degree, like, I, because I'm, like, listening to you, and I'm, like, how was I feeling? Because, like, I was, like, do I really want to do this? Like, I remember looking at Sandy, like, you know, we all had to answer yes or no, are you going? And I was just, like, uh, yes. And Sandy was just, like, uh, yes. For the record, had Lupe said no, I wouldn't have gone. Because if I'm being honest, like, (laughs) I was the most comfortable, obviously, with Lupe, you know? So, it was just just scary times. I, like, I understand. Like, if he wanted to truly go, he could have gone, but I had to, like, sit down and speak with him about how, and, like, just, like, con- like say out loud that there's more than just putting him up. It's, it's, he's not only risking himself, he's risking his family and everybody else. Like, mm-hmm. if something happens to him, what about his parents? Like, mm-hmm. what about me? What about, like, everybody else? Like, what? Like, yeah. Not, like, you're not just risking yourself, you're risking everything else. And so, like, I just was so upset that people were like you're not doing enough because you're not going out there on the front Correct. lines and it's like you don't have to go out on the front lines to be doing something and we yeah. were doing Siembra like that felt like it, maybe not enough but like you're not just sitting and doing nothing you know? it so, was enough it was more than enough it. nobody asked yeah. us like you know like we didn't have to be doing what we were doing with Siembra we could have just not been doing it and been do- like living our lives and we, and we didn't have to doing it after everyone left us exactly like people dropped out like in the middle of projects and everything closed their computer and said bye basically like walked out like no like period like i mean they they did it they you know that's what they did exactly no two we notice let me okay so melissa said she almost left siembra can any of you say sit here and say that you never thought about leaving siembra before (laughs) multiple times (laughs) because i have i have my text ready in my notes saying bye i said i'm done with y'all i mean yeah you did you did say it it took like us going to learn it and jose was like all right this is it and then we were like bro we don't we're not we don't have to do this. Like, we don't, we don't <laughs> Bro, like, we'll give you your dramatic your time, but, like, we really don't. You have to do the dramatic exit. Yeah. <laughs> like, collectively, we are on your page. Like, you're, take us where you're going. And then we're like, you know what? We can do whatever we want. Basically, period. But I, I think it was because we just, we were all, I think we were all on the same page without talking to each other because mm-hmm. we were still like, yeah. oh, like, we should be doing this and doing that. Mm-hmm. So, like, we were like, oh, I can't say this because then they're going to feel like I'm or we were right. letting like the remaining members down yeah. or like yeah. they're yeah. Co- like they're yeah. ghosts like, you, guys yeah. ever, you guys ever seen the I movie uh, pass of the ghost of the past girlfriends no no oh no, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Well, it's, it's this guy he like he's in it's christmas time and he's with his family and his um <laughs> his past girlfriends <laughs> start showing up like they're ghosts and like uh tit showing him like no it's not it's not an old movie like early 2000s i don't know but like they start showing him like the christmas like spirit and like how he's messed up and whatnot um but like i think we were letting like their presence presence, and still kind of dictate what we were doing walking on eggshells walking on eggshells yeah it's like okay we came here we built this you're gone if i stop doing this and it was fine because we were doing like all the things that they wanted us to do and it yeah. was like all right now that this has been built you walk out like, and the then fuck? some of them were like i mean it looks okay and you're like bitch you left <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure it out <laughs> i'm here with the puzzles but I'm no drowning. instructions <laughs> so i just white pieces but now we're swimming yeah. now so I, I just want to say that to all those community workers that are out there doing the work um reflect we, upon yourself please <laughs> <laughs> that but that's not what i was going to say 
I think my spirit is connecting with Sandy right now. <laughs> and I'm speaking through her. <laughs> um, no, I just want to say that th- we see your work. We your work is needed. Um, a lot of a lot of individuals that are doing community work are doing this stuff for free. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even their job. Yeah. Um, so talk about like having a. 40 hour job having a family having a relationship and then also like planning like organizations food drives marches so we see you we we respect you you, but i think that there's a really bad there's a fine line it's a fine line yeah we everybody's different everybody has different talents and as much as i loved everything else that we did one of my favorite projects was like it's our podcast and our videos that we posted mm-hmm. like our Dia de los Muertos video that mm. was so fun it was so much fun and we were teaching people about Mexican culture Dia de los Muertos so I think that there's a spot for everybody and that we just need to respect each other yeah. and not try to one up each other and not try to compete with a different organization that's literally like, doing the same thing you are. yeah we have the same mission so why are we competing like explain that to me and that was one of the questions that they asked they were like uh, like on the social media they were like community members going against community members and like what where's the trophy mm-hmm. like, is, <laughs> where's, <laughs> where's the mayor like is he gonna give you the like, <laughs> like key to the, the city yeah, <laughs> why are you competing for what this yeah. is not match you're only hurting the community more if you're competing. Because you're dividing, like, or it literally divide. Literally, yeah. that's what it. That's yeah. what it is. What was going on in America, as a whole, you're doing in your country here in Indianapolis. You're, you're simply your dividing. Yeah. You're creating that line. And Andy too. You guys are trying to prove who's the better person by being horrible people towards each other. Oh. And that's pero. <laughs> uh, Miguel Miguel brought up something that somebody has said on tw- on our Instagram. So I think that we just kind of talked about our past, talked about what's made us upset. I think we let it out. We let it we out. We let it out. We were raw. We were unfiltered. And we let out said. what we've been holding in for a while. A long time. It's because we're all lactose like, intolerant. <laughs> Hey, chill out. That's <laughs> most of that, us that are. Is that shot? <laughs> you probably are. You just don't know it. So you're like really... I think most Hispanics. Every time you have cheese, do you go to the bathroom? Hell yeah. Every Let time us know. you have oh cheese, God. do you have bubble guts? <laughs> are you bloated? Do you get acne? So fast because everything that I have has so much cheese. Yeah. Like, why am I? I'm hungry as shit. Why am I? <laughs> but here you are. So oh, I am. Num, num. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Lactate Pills. <laughs> 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 Let us know. Or how about you just raw dog it and eat that cheese without anything? <laughs> I mean, half of y'all not wearing mask out here, raw dog in the air. So, hey, hey. we're not getting to that right now. <laughs> hey, hey. No, but serious, serious talking. Uh, we want to reintroduce ourselves, right? Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna change the the vibe, the talks. Um, we want to reintroduce ourselves with our new podcast, our new tone, our new voice. Mm -hmm. And we're giving each other that platform. We're giving each other that power Mm -hmm. to To be ourselves. To be ourselves, yeah. So with that being said, we want to introduce the US podcast. US standing for Unidos Siempre. Yeah, not US. Not US. (laughs) Um, US is a podcast by us, for us. So we asked our followers on instagram what did you guys want to hear from us mm-hmm. and let's 
go let's see what they said <laughs> does anybody want to help me read some of these yes i know somebody said um staying in indy versus living the state so why do people leave and why should people stay I want to talk about that because I thought about leaving many, many times. Oh yeah. But then I love Indy. Like you know, I come back from I came back from Hawaii for two weeks, and I was like, "Damn, Indy's cute." Uh, no, she didn't. Can no, I, she. No, can she never wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. But wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Lupe just said she that she went to Hawaii and came back. She didn't come back. I, I, didn't don't, come I don't. Back. I don't know who this Lupe. I don't know. I don't know who this Lupe is. That's right here. But this is not the Lupe that left. It is not the Lupe that left, dude, bro. It is not the Lupe that she left. left that. I can tell you. Mm. <laughs> she let the baggage that was holding her go. She really she did, and she let. <laughs> no, Lupe in Hawaii had fun. Melissa, um, Melissa, what else? What, what else did they say? Uh, another question: How weird is how weird is it that we expect eighteen-year-olds to know what they want to do for the rest of their lives? <gasps> That's hella weird. Ending friendships that no longer serve their purpose. Mm-hmm. It's okay to go your own ways. That's did it say totally friendships bad. or relationships? Friendships. Friendships. I think friendships. And also, relationships. hashtag relationships. Yeah, period. Yeah. Like any relationships. Mm-hmm. I think. You shouldn't. I have to. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> He's ready to answer right here. Ending right friendships that no longer I serve their purpose. Ending friendships that no longer serve their purpose. No, what was your, your, your question? The 18 year old. How weird is it? Go, Melissa. How weird is it that we expect 18 year olds to know what they want to do for the rest of their life? Yeah, that's fucked up. So, as a. Oh, hold up. I got a question. Sprayer. <laughs> Sprayer. Uh, so, I, I, I read and I take in a lot of like um, self help, like development information because I just I, I truly enjoy it because not only do I use it for myself but I use it for other people as well. Um, and I find it insane that we we made it to a point where like oh at, eight, at eighteen you should know what you want like at eighteen years. You're taking out a car, a Lamborghini style like loan for college. It's like somebody giving you a Lamborghini. You don't know how to drive. Like here, here you go, figure it out. That's basically what they're giving you going into college. And it's just like there's so much out there. And turning like 27, and I always tell Melissa, um, like I still 27. Wow. I'm gonna be 25. Yeah, 25 next week. Could never be. Sandy, go back to the Vogue for. chills yeah. yeah and it's also like i'm 27 like that's I'm, I'm if anything i'm just getting started so like why do you don't feel like you have to figure it out at 18 or like at 22 or like at, i might not figure it out until um uh like 37 or what did you say the other day something about um like capricorn or like <laughs> something 
No, this is really good with this. Though. Are you a Capricorn, Miguel? No. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> Period. That, um, according to astrology, Capricorns get better with age. Mm. And so, most of the time with Capricorns, you will see that they will hit their like peaks and like achieve their goals and like succeed when they're a lot older compared to the rest of the people. And so people will think, oh, Capricorns are kind of like the boring, like the boring zodiac, but it's because they haven't como dice como como dijo Bad Bunny estoy en mi peak right no? <laughs> no? wait he also has a Capricornio line so I was like confused when you were acting like oh. when you were saying was that. Capricorn the one in uh, when quizás Pisces no se mezcla con Capricornio mm. so Pisces and Capricorns don't Pisces we 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 are the C H I T C H I T, baby, yeah. you didn't even spell it right. S H I T. La maestra came out. Es, es, es mi acento. <laughs> Shit. No, but like, honestly, I love that you said that, Miguel. Like, I know, like, we're, we're going to move on from this, but um, uh, so I, I started going to therapy, and one of the things that my therapist told me was, like, think about, like, like the healing of like your younger self mm -hmm. and like always like whenever you're going through something like think about like that little girl that little boy like looking up at you and being like bro like i'm fucking proud of you like look how far like you know you know you made it and like yeah. taking like telling your like younger self also like i'm gonna take care of you now like you know like maybe like growing up whatever happened to you like you just had to adapt to whatever was going on and like just cope whatever way you had to cope but mm -hmm. now as an adult like i can reparent you and um we can like heal together and become like this adult that you want to become you know what i mean yeah and like now you have like we have the power i know many of us grew up with immigrant parents um that gave us whatever they could they gave mm -hmm. us the best that they could you know um but that doesn't mean that it was actually the best and like that hurts to say right um but now as an adult like we can do that not just for ourselves but also for our parents and for for our children you know yeah so i do love that you said that because that's something that's helped me a lot the past few um, months to just think about like my younger self and how proud she would be of me. Have you guys seen that TikTok trend? Um, it's like your younger self talking. It's like a conversation between your younger self and your older self. Mm -mm. I stopped. I stopped watching TikTok. I, I deleted yeah. it from my life. I couldn't do it anymore. It was too toxic it. for me. It was bringing me down. I love TikTok though. Yeah. But well, there's like a trend, and it makes you want to download it. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, and, and most of the times it's like they're like simple goals where like you're ten or like maybe like fifteen year old is just like man I can't wait to move out and like have my own apartment. And, like, mm -hmm. It's like why the way I go about doing things it's like you make um, long short term goals mm -hmm. because if you make long term goals you're just killing yourself trying to achieve those. Mm -hmm. Correct. And you might not ever achieve those, and that's not the hard truth. But if you set yourself up for success, you'll set up short-term goals, and you're hitting. Small. And plus, like, what's the fun also of like yeah. making this whole life for yourself? That's like you don't mm -hmm. even know what like next year is gonna bring. Like you know what opportunities are that. gonna come. Yeah. We saw that with COVID, with COVID and the pandemic. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's a whole new world basically. After COVID, you know, after Trump, like after so many things. So it's like, what's I mean, like yes, you should have like long-term goals, but like also, what's the fun of like being attached to those goals goals this is this is the timeline that we didn't ask for 
the multiverse timeline. <laughs> Wait, like Loki or Loki? But <laughs> um, we are the variants. Uh, but yeah, no, I, th- I think that, too. I think it's I think it's important for on that topic of like eighteen year olds knowing like who they are, what they want to do. I think it's important to know that like I'm twenty seven as well. Uh, we learn every day, every year. Myself as a twenty five year old, I basically left a career that I built for five years in Chicago, and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And three months after that, I was like, what the fuck did I do? (laughs) But I think it's important to allow us to evolve and to grow and to change. And and to make mistakes. mistakes. Because are they really mistakes? I mean, no, it's just life. It's It's life. life. And we learn. And I think that it's important for us to just live. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm like getting a little emotional. Uh, This just for you guys are listening this past week i lost my grandmother um but i just learned that it's so important to live life and to like smile and to to dance to just live life um to allow yourself to feel those feelings um cry if you need to cry laugh if you need to laugh if you need to scream scream um and i think it's important to just do that just do it it like you learn so much you grow because you know that there's i lose al final del tunnel and you know that you're going to come out stronger you're going to come out bigger um you're going to talk to somebody who was in your place one day mm-hmm. and you're going to tell them like yo pasé por eso i i'm not going to like you feel your feelings but it's going to get better and i think that it's it's very important to do that so i hope that we can bring that tone and that language to this new podcast to this new platform that we're building starting today our new vibe yeah Yeah. I said what I said. Yeah. I said period. <laughs> no, but I know we're getting ready to probably wrap up because we've been going for for a long time. But I just want to say, you know, as we're as we're sitting here in this beautiful apartment, um, I just want to thank you guys, the the four of you. That's crazy, just the four of you now. Um, you know, just the four of us. Well, now it's just yeah, the five of us. The five of us. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, seriously, like, thank you guys. You guys have been there for me so much. And I appreciate you guys. And I don't think my life would be the same or like as happy yeah. without you guys. And you, I've grown a lot. Like looking back at like Lupe in 2020 to Lupe like right now, it's like, damn, who is she? You know, and it's thanks to you guys. It's like, you know, Tandy, Alyssa, Miguel, Jose. I love you guys. I also, I mean, I, I love you four. 
but like I've also like gotten to meet a lot of really cool individuals good, yes. uh, through Siembra um, like people like Mando Bianca yeah. Maria de, de Leon uh, Maripaz Marcos. Marcos super cool people that are in our lives and that we are like hanging out with and talking to and and we're helping each other like yeah like this crazy time crazy times of just being 20 a latino in indie yeah so (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) okay (laughs) the panorama the panorama Yes. But yeah, I don't do Sandy, does anybody else have any closing thoughts before we close? Yeah, we're gonna have this honestly the only thing on my mind. We're doing another shot shot (laughs) after this we wrap up. But stay tuned for the us podcast. Like we said, by us and for us. We'll have some really cool special guests. Some of those topics that we just talked about, we'll be on there talking about them unscripted raw and unfiltered so stay tuned and we'll be back for our next episode cuando estamos hablando de el mes del el mes como se dice en español de la la herencia hispana eso mismo lo que dijeron ellas Spanish Heritage Month so we'll come through and we're going to talk about some things about our culture and our community and I'm super excited to see who's going to be on that episode and what we'll be talking about so stay tuned guys this is Jose I'm tuning out thank you for listening this is Lupe. I am so excited for you to meet this new us. This is Sandy. Can't wait for you guys to come back for more. I'm super excited to have more conversations like this. This is Miguel, and I'm happy we are taking this step forward together. And also, if you have, if you made it to the end of the podcast and you're still listening, you know what? <laughs> and I also wanted, wanted to uh, invite you guys to keep messaging us on mm-hmm. uh, social, keep following our socials because now we want to post a lot more things that we weren't able to post before. So more videos, more photos, more questions. It's going to be a lot more engaging. Um, new logo new coming logo soon. Coming soon. New bio, everything. New bio. Uh, we'll be doing live tweeting. Live tweeting, <laughs> live pictures. And um, yes, keep responding. Let us know. And yeah. Think that you have something to talk about. You might be cool enough. I don't you know. You have to audition. Yes. So so real, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, if people are not following us on social media right now, well, I guess we maybe shouldn't say it because we're gonna change it. Yeah, let's hold off. Okay, tonight. we're gonna hold off so you can see our new our new handles. Yeah, Quite a, a sneaky leak. A sneaky <laughs> no. <laughs> Talk oh, about no. spicy. All right, guys, we're out of here. Peace out. Bye. 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 <laughs>